if you could bottle his optimism, his humor, and his sincerity, it would be in a in a sanitizer container that could fill this room tonight on Whiskey Business. My good friend Dan Swartout. They say it takes two, two weeks, two weeks to develop a, a good habit, two weeks to, to maybe go to the gym, two weeks in a row to actually start getting into that routine of working out, two weeks if you're trying to quit smoking and then maybe you'll be on your way, 14 days in order to accept something and make it a part of your life. It's been seven seven days <laughs> and I don't know if I actually want this to be a part of my routine or our routine. Hi, I'm Dino Tripodis and welcome to Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey and we are once again broadcasting remotely uh, from our homes and also streaming on Facebook Live. And uh, we thank you all for joining us. Uh, we've got a lot more people right out of the gate than we had last week. So thank you so much for that. And um, we're going to have a lot, a lot of fun tonight as I welcome, of course, the Whiskey Business team, who I cannot do this without. Greg Hansberry in my lower right-hand corner. John yep. Whitney in my lower left-hand corner. And uh, up on top, our very special guest, Comedian, dance sword out, and if I may say, am I allowed to use your title of vice mayor of the uh, of the, uh, the village of Powell as well? As long as you say city, yes, you are allowed. The city am of Powell. I say city of Powell? It's not a village. No, it feels like feels like a village. <laughs> feels like a it's quaint, oh, it's quaint, it's quaint. It's and I mean that in a positive way. It's You're quaint. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, given Powell a complex. I'm not, I'm not giving Powell a complex. I'm giving Powell the the quaint personality that I'm sure it uh, it, it it relishes and enjoys. Um, but thank you, Swarty is with us, <laughs> Mayor, Vice Mayor City or Villa. <laughs> Do not let Hansberry. Someone already said that uh, no one should allow Hansberry access to the titles. Well, all right, all right, all right. Out of our right. control. Um, for those of you not familiar with whiskey business, uh, like I said, a podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. Uh, we always have a guest bottle, and I find this almost cruel. I really do, because normally, you know, Hansberry and Whitney and myself are all together, and we share in the guest bottle. But tonight, you know, it's just me. This is a bottle oh, of uh, Noah's Mill. Noah's Mill, Noah's Mill from uh, the fine people at Willet. It's uh, it packs a punch at about 114 proof. It ranges between fifty and sixty bucks a bottle. Um, yeah, and you know it's legit when it looks like a wine bottle. Yes, you, know, you rarely that, see the whiskey in a that, wine bottle. Is that your criteria, Hansberry? If yep. it looks like uh -huh. a wine bottle, it's got to be good whiskey. Fancy. Yeah. What, oh, kind yeah. Of, what kind of whiskey is that? Uh, this is interesting because it's a it's a it's definitely a, a bourbon, but the mash bill is uh, undisclosed. Um, some experts would say it's a combination of some rye grains and some weeded bourbons, but the mash bill is undisclosed. It used to have an age statement of about 15 years, uh, but now it's somewhere between four and 20 years. Um, and despite the fact that it's 114.3 
proof, it's not that hot. It, it's it's not that hot as it goes down. And um, yeah, definitely got some strong cinnamon notes and some lovely vanilla. That was um, my favorite band from the 60s, the Cinnamon Notes. Do you remember cinnamon them? Notes? <laughs> yeah, they were huge. They were huge. I have all their al album. <laughs> all their album. All their album. Um, and that, uh, yeah, this is this is good stuff. So I apologize, fellas, but I'm, I'm also like also like kind of like relishing the fact like wow, this bottle will actually stick around for a while because you two yeah. are drinking it. I'm not pounding so, it. Yeah. It's uh, like the one bourbon my wife will actually drink. Jen, my wife Jen likes Noah's Mill. She it's like the Noah's only Mill? one she likes. Mm -hmm. She likes Noah's Mill. Yeah. Um, it's great. Um, so, uh, are you drinking tonight, boys? Hansberry, Whitney, anybody? No. Yeah, I'm actually. Uh, oh, there you go. Old granddad. Old granddad. Bond. Bonded. That's good. That's a good. That's a good whiskey value. Hansberry, uh, what are you drinking? Well, I'm going against the grain here. My wife got me these cucumber lavender bitters, real fancy pants. So I, I made a gin and tonic. <laughs> I know it goes against the grain of uh, whiskey business. But... And, and Gordy, what I've is got, that? Uh, a sparkling uh, carbonated flavored water from the good people at Kirkland. <laughs> the, um, which dispels one of the myths about whiskey business. Our guests do not have to drink whiskey. It's an option, not a requirement. So I, if I, the last time I was on the show, um, you asked me how the whiskey tasted and I told you it tasted like burning. So, right. uh, <laughs> so maybe I'm just trying to, I'm trying to move into a new direction this time. But you also told me in, in some, um, private text back and forth because we chat all the time that you mm -hmm. actually were enjoying the Weller that I gave you, the, the yes. Weller Special Reserve. You the, got that. me Weller around uh, right near Christmas time. Mm -hmm. And usually when you get me a bottle, it lasts maybe seven or eight months. And this yeah. one's going to last maybe five or six. So I yeah. like it. I like it a little more. Wait, wait. One bottle lasts seven or eight months? Do you realize that I don't have one bottle that's lasted seven or eight days in this in this pandemic? <laughs> I've been I've been they've been tossed into the recycle bin like like good strong soldiers that served me well, and then off they go. But uh, God, seven or eight months, God bless you. That's a uh, that's amazing. One bottle, one bottle. Mm -mm. Wow. No, it, won't, it wouldn't last me three days. No, it wouldn't. You're a rare man, Dan Swart out. A rare man. Um, it comes so, with nice flavors, though, that sparkling water. So at least he's got that going for him. It really does. Yeah. It's an array. Uh, so let me it's ask you this. Array. That's how, it, that's how it, it, it's an array of it's nice array. flavors. <laughs> Cucumber lavender. This. Let me ask you this, Danny. Yes. Um, with everything that's going on right now, what, uh, what has it affected most in your life? You make a living as a stand-up comedian uh you're also a lawyer you're also a uh, part of city council in pow and now the vice mayor and you're also uh, a family man with a lovely wife and, and a beautiful daughter so when all this started to go down what started processing in your life and what's been affected the most i think that just getting used to this new normal. I'm at home. 
my wife is at home, my daughter's at home, homeschooling, um, you know, being a, a social person who likes to interact with people, just not doing that as much. I think it just, it takes a little bit of time to get used to the fact that this is, this is the new normal. Um, and, and, you know, I used to have places I would go to kind of break up the day or obviously get on stage in front of how many people and tell jokes. And that's just not, that's just not something you can do anymore. So, I mean, and that's, I don't think it's any different for me than it is for everybody else. Everyone's got kind of their new normal and how they adjust to it. Mm-hmm. And every, but everybody's got their own variation on absolutely. The and oh, yeah. some people, and some people, like I said, we're one week in, we're one week in, and um, every, everybody adapts differently and it affects everybody differently. I personally am handling it okay. Uh, others, are already climbing the walls. Uh, I know some people, some 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 friends and relationships that they're not used to being together all the time. You know, it's 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 it wasn't what they signed up for unconsciously <laughs> or consciously. You know, it's but it's it's an interesting how this is having an interesting effect on the dynamics of relationships. You know, if for for me, it's been a little bit longer. You say one week. I mean, my this would be my my daughter spent the last two weeks home from school, so doing the homeschooling and the remote learning the last two weeks, and this would have been her spring break. So this is kind of for me entering week three. Yeah, well, um, I, I said I said one week since we were here last, so I stay oh, okay. I see what you're saying as far as as uh, the time frame goes. Yeah, I know that the the stay at home order has been longer, but but it's been it's been a week since so, we were so all we, here together. We just we just we just count time and whiskey business time. It I is do. one week. WBT. I do. I count. I count. That should be in our next uh, two o'clock press conference. It has been one. (laughs) It has been uh, 14 hours WBT and we've got the news from the doctor. So everybody buckle up. (laughs) And 30 empty bottles. Uh, Yeah, right. Somebody said they're they're binging Battlestar Galactica as a family. I certainly hope it's the one with Lauren Green. There you go. Oh, see. You're getting ahead of me because that's definitely going to be part of the conversation uh, is Dan Swartout's love for uh, 80s television. I got, and, I've got some stuff ready for you, Dino, because oh, I I'm, 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 I'm saving that for in the middle somewhere because I saw your picture of uh, season two of Night Court. Uh-huh. Uh, nice little pun, you know, court still in session. You know, because you're you're a lawyer. What is going on with that as far as lawyers and whatnot? How are you guys how are you guys lawyering, so to speak? You know, I, I mean I guess it kind of depends on what everyone what their practice entails. You know, I, there's all sorts of new orders that have come down as far as extending statute of limitations and deadlines and jury trials. So I, I mean I think it's just like any profession, it's it's kind of on a case by case basis. If I get a, a jury duty summons right now, if I was one in the mail tomorrow, should I just would I tear it up or do throw I have to tear, throw it away? I mean, they're they're not going to have jury trials right now, right? I would imagine that you. That's a good question. Thank you. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Good question, Dino. You're not getting pulled over for Fire that off. 
That I was don't our know. first good. That was the 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 first good question we've had in four minutes WBT time. So this WBT is awesome. WBT time. I like WBT time. <laughs> I'm gonna do something with that. Mm. Oh, outstanding! Uh, oh, there, there it is. Uh, Hello, Hansberry's finally doing something practical. I got and, a, a night court cast photo up for Swarty. Well, I've here. got one for you too. Right back <laughs> at you. Right back at you. I found, actually, out today, I found out today I didn't remember that Marky Post, who was the longest serving assistant, uh, no, she wasn't the assistant DA, she was the defense attorney, the longest serving, she had one episode in season two at the beginning before she became a regular in season three. So I was intrigued by this and I had to look it up and it's because she was still a regular on the fall guy. Oh, weird. Wow. Now, do you think under normal circumstances, pandemic aside, stay-at-home order aside, would you still have looked that up today? Oh, absolutely. Uh, without absolutely. everything going on, that still would have been that still would have nagged at you. Oh, I would have had yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. You see that and you're like because I saw it was like Marky Post is in an episode. Then I had it on in the background as I was working, mm -hmm. and I watched the next episode. I'm like, well, that's Ellen Foley. What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. And Ellen Foley, of course, of course, probably most famous aside from being Everybody. on court from singing the uh, mm. singing the the lead with Meatloaf on Paradise by the Dashboard Lights. <laughs> oh, that was her. Yeah, that was Ooh, her. Yes. Oh, the man, the man is an amazing vault of information. Oh my I, God. When, when he and I just sit and chat privately, we go forever. Uh, and, uh, and I learn. I learn from him. I learn things all the time. I learned something again tonight from the 80s master of television and films. And... And, and I was supposed to come before all this happened. I was supposed to come to your house yes. to check out your new big theater system. Well, we just finished on. our basement, and that's why everyone's got these cool backgrounds, you know, with the vinyl or the pictures. And I'm just in front of – it looks like I'm having a mug shot taken. <laughs> blank wall. Yeah, blank wall. You know, here he is. He's 5'10". <laughs> you know, because we, we haven't we haven't decorated. We haven't decorated. I'm surrounded All by right. toys too, so you know. And thank you, Chrissy's right. You got to Google stuff. Something comes up, and you Google it. And you're like, that I did not know. What did not know what? Well, oh, I did you had not to know that? I, did, yes. I did not remember. Yeah, you, if you something comes up and you see something, and you're just like, whoa, this is this is you know, I didn't I didn't expect this, or I didn't understand this, or know this. That's the beautiful thing. I mean, that is kind of one of the nice things that, you know, now we have still, if you want to take advantage of it during this time, you have the whole entire knowledge of humankind at your fingertips. And you could learn a language or, or you could study history or chemistry or you can look up sitcom facts. It's what you decide to do <laughs> with all of this at your disposal. And you chose. <laughs> now I actually feel bad. Instead of learning a language, I looked up my yeah. post sitcom career. <laughs> I, I vote. I vote sitcom knowledge myself. That's, <laughs> it's a, a probably uh, easier, easier, more easier digested, and also you'll retain more. Uh, yes. Yeah. Than you would a language. But if you were going to learn a language, what would you go for right now if you were going to learn a new, a new uh, language? Is that Mr. Bill right there? 
That is Mr. Belvedere. And that's another one. Cast. That's another one. That's another one I've been watching because I know you oh, have a DVD. Oh, God. You have a DVD? I remember that. Oh, my God. That's awesome. If you go back in the Whiskey Business archives, you can hear our uh, first episode with Dan. And uh, I think we, we talk uh, uh, quite significantly about Mr. Belvedere. I think there was some whiskey. Was it like a whiskey minute or something on that? Well, we did. We were, we were putting out some whiskey shots. We did, oh, that's uh, what Whitney, it was. Whitney would put out whiskey shots to tease the podcast, and that was, that was one of them. But, yes, and I told you that Mr. Belvedere popped up uh, somewhere on cable, and I actually watched an episode – paying homage to you i didn't want to watch it but if swarty if swarty thinks this is worth my time then i'm going to give it a shot and i was really sorry that i did chris is going to have the entire mr belvedere theme song in her head all day leon redbone is leon redbone sing the theme song for mr belvedere he does indeed oh the fuck Prove get it. out of here really Prove it. google it, it right now no, call, sing it, Swarty. Sing the theme Freaks song. on the China, never met them before. Who cares? <laughs> I don't know why I moved my I don't know why I moved my mouth like that as I sang it. It's not gonna you're not gonna get the same impact on uh on on just the audio only <laughs> version. You're channeling Leon the Red uh, the Red Bull. <laughs> you're channeling him. So. That's so funny. Awesome. So can you be stumped? Can you be stumped on eighties on any uh, '80s sitcom theme song, or do you know them all? As well, I mean, you know, if, if, if the song, if the show had any discernible length of time, okay, I feel pretty enough. good. Um, right. You know, Marla Gibbs sitcom "Checking In," the uh, spinoff from what? the Jeffersons. I think it lasted five episodes with Larry Linville from Mash as the comic oh, foil. I don't checking I do in. Yes. Checking in. Yes. They did, was it, that, they did wow. it. Was that after what was the one where she had, was in the apartment building? 227. Two, was that after 227 or before? No, 227? It was before it was like around 81. They tried a spinoff <laughs> of the Jeffersons. And I think it lasted about four or five episodes with Larry Linville, Frank Burns from Mash. Yeah. Well, there's basically a playing right there. Frank Burns. again. Yeah, no, nobody likes Larry Linville. Other, other than as Frank Burns, right? Yeah. So, right. wow. All right, quick, quick little quiz. Let's just throw a couple at them. Um, I'll go easy to start. Facts of life. You don't have to sing the whole thing; just the opening strains. Facts you of life. Take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. life. The facts, the facts of, life. of life. There's a time you gotta go and fill your grow, and now you know about the facts of life. Facts of life. Exactly. The world Someone, always seems. Someone wants to know if you know who sang the theme song to Growing Pains. Do you know who sang the theme song to Growing Pains? That would have been DJ Thomas, would it have not been? Is that correct? Is that correct? You could have said anybody's name. We don't know. I'm looking at it now. I don't know. Is that the same person who sang the theme for the hero one? The What was it called? Grace American Hero? No, that would have been Joey Starberry. Of course it was, Joe oh, Scarberry. Okay. Everybody knows that. Went to number two. It was only kept out of number one by uh, Endless Love by Lionel Richie and Diana Ross. Oh, man. I bet seriously. Seriously. <laughs> I'm going to ask this repeatedly over the course of the night. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Why do you know that? Alan Thick, Krista, Alan Thick <laughs> sang the Different Strokes theme song. Oh, he did? Too, I believe. Oh, you yeah. Also, I up. believe, wrote the Facts of Life theme song. Oh, uh, he's making, well, he was making bank. 
God rest his soul. But yeah. Huh. Interesting. Um, okay. Silver Spoons, theme song. Sing it. Here we are, face to face, a couple of silver spoons. Open to find wow. we're two of a kind. Wow. Together <laughs> find our way. To oh learn my all about God. those things oh, you just can't buy. <laughs> Okay, and I've asked yeah. you this probably in, in, in the archives, but just for the sake of right now, why? Why, Dan? Why what what is what is the attraction to the to the 80s sitcoms? Where were you in life that these are still a part of your life now? Where do they take you back to? What what there's gotta be some sort of significance in there that that uh, are, they, are they just comforting? I think it is. I think it's comfort food. Now it's not just that I watch only these shows. You know, I, I've been taking this time to really get caught up on Better Call Saul. So I watch some modern stuff as well. Um, but it's just, yeah, it's like comfort food. It's like meatloaf. Not meatloaf the singer, although that's comfort food as well. Meatloaf is like know. meatloaf. Oh, there's, there, there we go. There's uh, the Growing Pains cast right there. You no, got Ricky Silver Schroeder. Or Silver Spoons. Yeah, you got Ricky Schroeder, Aaron Gray. Yeah. And what's your feeling? What's your feeling on all these um, reboots of some of these shows? Like they they rebooted uh, Full House, The Fuller House. They're doing a reboot of Saved by the Bell. Um, all these. Old, I heard that what there was. What was the other one? Um, I know they've done One Day at a Time on One Netflix. Day at a Time, which is actually really really good. That's what I've heard. Really good, really really good. Um, but yeah, what's your feeling on on, on them going back? To those days and and trying to make some magic again you know with some of the original cast members i i i i like it you know i was always one like if you know if there was like an episode of the today show right right and it's 7 47 and they say stick around because at 8 35 we're gonna have the whole cast of eight is enough here you better believe I was sitting on that couch waiting at 835 to see Willie Ames in the gang. So I, I like it. I like seeing how everyone, you know, turned out. So not only the sitcoms, but you were very much into the to the the dramas of of the eighties as well, the family dramas. Because so, that had you know that had moments of of humor, but basically it was, you know. About that, that the sappy music, family. yeah, and then like you know the sappy music, and they'd apologize and hug, and exactly, yeah, after. Yeah. yeah, that's always nice, you know. Mm. What's Lessons your daughter? How old's your, how old's your, how old's your daughter now? She's eight. Eight. What is she watching? And is, oh. and, and, and is daddy trying to influence her? <laughs> I, I, I his did massive DVD collection. We, you know, earlier on, she did watch a lot of Full House. And she has now started Classic. watching some Fuller House. Right now, what she's into is pretty much Disney. Those Disney sitcoms, Dude, the ones Disney on the Disney Plus Channel, just printing money. Oh yeah, my what, God. Are, what are or Disney or the the, the Nick, Nickelodeon ones? Mm -hmm. She's been watching a lot of the one recently that had Ariana Grande on it. Oh uh, sure. Yeah, I don't know what that, that show is called. It's just all I know is that my daughter now talks nonstop about Ariana Grande. Hey, her and I will get along a lot. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, nope. and, and whenever she thinks like there is some actor who I might know, she stops the, the video, comes and find me, 
and, and, and to point out that there might be some actor I like, you know, if for whatever reason, Howard Hessman was on one of these Nickelodeon shows, she'd be like, daddy, I recognize him from one of your shows. I don't think w- Howard Hessman was ever on a show with Ariana Grande, though. No, but Howard Hessman, WKRP in Cincinnati, and yeah. and then an '80s sitcom as well. Well, he was a well, teacher, well, right? Well, yeah, he was on. He was on head of the class, and head then of the class. he had a brief interlude uh, <laughs> between uh, WKRP and head of the class, where he married Anne Romano on one day at a time. <laughs> so I'm bringing it all back. He actually wow. married Aunt Romano on one uh-huh, day at a like time. The la- like he the last, like the last season. The last season. Was he on Bill and Ted also, or was that George Carlin? <laughs> that, was that, was George Carlin. Carlin. that was George Carlin. But I could see where you would make that uh, comparison, Hansberry. So I'm not going to give you any grief about Sorry. that. Whitney uh, hasn't said anything. Uh, uh, John, I'm just, I'm just, John I'm chimes in. Not talking about uh, Joe versus the volcano. It's a, I, I, don't, I don't want to tell you. It's a I don't brain cloud. Is that what it was I, from Joe versus the volcano? I'm holding back. I don't want to tell you about the story about Gordon Jump sleeping on our couch. I don't want to. I don't want to go into that. I, well, how, <laughs> what, what do you mean? How can you? How can you have a tease like that and not follow so through? You're gonna. You're gonna make Swarty insane if you don't tell him that story. If you don't tell me this story about the big guy right here, <laughs> the, the show. I can't see it all. Like, let everybody see what you got. Gordon Jump. So my father, I believe, went to Otterbein, right? Yeah, and he's from Dayton, Ohio, as well. So my, my father, uh, he was a weatherman at WHIO in Dayton. And he also had a summer replacement uh, kind of variety show. And they would bring in these people that were in this Kenley Players, which is was a kind of an off-Broadway. Oh, yeah. Company. I remember the Kenley Players, yeah. And Gordon Jump came on to his show. It was a Friday night. And he said, how would you like to come to dinner tomorrow at our house? And he said, yes. So I walked in and there's Gordon Jump asleep on the couch waiting to, to go to dinner. We're not going there, waiting to eat. He just fell asleep on the couch because he must have been wiped because, you know, you're going on tour with a, some kind of a off, off-Broadway show. And he was a super nice guy. Um, he was really nice to us. We were like 12, 13 years old. You know, we were young kids. He didn't have to be nice to us, but he was. You know, we had spaghetti and it was like, you know, it was a Sporty nice little meal. shaking his head. I'm just like, that's, that's really, really he's cool. Swart, Swarty's in awe. He's in awe. I, I, now I have yeah. like two degrees of Gordon Jump, and it's what I've you always do. wanted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me shift gears for just a second and, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and, and ask you uh, about how, what your responsibilities are now in the city, not the village, the city of Powell. Uh, I remember when you ran for city council and you got elected. And now you are the vice mayor. I don't know what that title actually means. Uh, should the actual mayor, you know, release the crown, <laughs> you, you would fulfill the duties. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. But, but in all seriousness, uh, what have been your responsibilities uh, to, the, uh, to the citizens of, of, of Powell through all this? What have you guys been doing? And, and is Powell reacting in a positive way? Are they doing their due diligence? I I think, yes, the city of Powell, I think the number one responsibility that any municipality has, and it's Powell or, or, or wherever, in a situation such as this, I think the number one concern that people have is that the essential services continue. The essential services, fire, 
police, things of that nature. And, and, and I know that the city has done a really good job of getting the police ready for what we're dealing with here. And it continues and it continues. This is such a fluid situation. I mean, I remember the week of, I want to say, Mar the week of, well, the week of the 14th, the Friday would have been the 14th, March the 13th, where it just seemed like every minute something new was happening. You know, first it's the Blue Jackets are going to play in an empty arena. Then the Blue Jackets are canceled. Then the NBA game, everyone leaves the court and everyone's gone. Then the NCAAs are canceled. Then the game, I mean, it's just everything was happening so quickly. It's like every time you looked around, something new is happening. And in that kind of fluid situation where things are happening so quickly, it's again, making sure that those essential services are still available to our residents. So, you know, we have an incredible police, uh, police department here in Powell in Liberty Township, which services Powell, most of Powell, the vast majority of Powell, we have an incredible fire and EMS service. And I know that I, along with some other uh, representatives from the city of Powell, attended a meeting of the Liberty Township trustees just to make sure that that kind of cooperative effort and coordination and shared, you know, responsibilities and duties to the best that we can do to make sure that, you know, the citizens continue to receive those essential services. So there's been a, a lot of great, there's been a lot of great collaboration and planning for something that has been such a fluid situation that changes from that changes all the time. And, and beyond that, one of the things that's been great here in the city, and I'm sure this isn't, I'm sure this isn't alone to Powell is just how the community has come together. You know, my question, yeah. Has the community come Powell, together as a community? Tr tremendously. And you, you look on it and I think this is one of the powerful things of social media. Social media is sometimes derided, but I think it has a lot of tremendous benefits as well. For example, you know, we've had some people here form a let's support Powell local businesses group on Facebook where they are advocating for, for local businesses, supporting local businesses, you know, restaurant takeout, restaurant delivery, making sure that those businesses mm -hmm. can stay in business to the best that they can and continue to pay and employ people to make it through this time. And that's been a tremendous thing that's come up, uh, you know, through social media that people have put a tremendous amount of work in. that's done a tremendous amount of good for our local businesses. Uh, you know, people sharing, you know, your supplies, offering to help their neighbors or people who maybe don't have the same kind of ability to deal with this crisis that we're in right now. And I think you see the power of that in social media. And I think it's been it's been really tremendous. And I'm sure Powell is not alone in that. I'm sure in every town there are people doing things like this as well. People who believe and love their communities. Did you uh, heave a heavy sigh? Because I know that uh, you, by profession, like I said, in the last couple of decades, you've been a stand-up comedian. Mm -hmm. You obviously would not have ran for city council unless you actually wanted to. I don't think you did it as a joke. You know, you actually were serious about the gig, and you got the gig, and you've been there. Uh, did, like, when, when all this started to happen, like, wow, this is almost a little more than what I signed up for, or have you embraced it and and kind of ran with it? I mean, has, how has that changed what you're doing and the significance of what you signed up for? 
I mean, it yeah. has to. You have to. You're making a difference as best you can on your own. I know that. I know who you are. I know that. I know the the quality and integrity of your character. So I know that you take it all very seriously. Well, one of the the number one things is that. And this is something that's just happened here in the state recently is, you know, obviously as a municipality, as a governmental body, we have to do our meetings in open and access to the public. And so the public can come and see what we're doing, our open meeting and sunshine laws. And obviously this has not been a situation that has been conducive for any kind of gathering. So we've had to right. cancel some meetings and some of the, 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 the things that we would normally be doing on a, on a weekly or biweekly basis, as far as our regular meetings and our committee meetings. So some of that has been canceled and now there has been some relief that's, that's kind of coming down where some of these meetings can happen remotely. So in the meantime, it, it's basically just, you know, checking in, and, and getting the information and relaying the information and trying to make sure that the plans that, that have been put in place are being followed through. Yeah, I don't think anyone expected this kind of situation. It all happened no. so very, very quickly. Uh, you know, originally, as March started, I, I was not planning to be in my basement on Tuesday night here. No. I, was, I was supposed to be in Orlando. I mean, this oh, is my, the week of my daughter's right. spring break. This, this is the, uh, you're supposed to be on the Disney cruise again, right? Yes. So, yes. I mean, these things just, you, 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 you adapt and you move forward and you try to plan as best you can, but at the same time, realize that the plans you have can be changed in a moment as the situation changes so rapidly and, and trying to stay on top of things is huge. And, and you know, a lot of times people will come to me and ask me questions about, I was going to ask you that. Yeah. You, questions about, you know, Hey, is the trash going to be picked up tomorrow? Right. I mean, these are just the kind of the essential services that people expect on a day-to-day -day basis. And the number one priority is to make sure to the best we can, especially the truly essential services that those continue in a manner that meets the, the needs of the people in our city, but at the exact same time, does everything we can to protect the people delivering those services. You want to protect the police officers. You want to protect the firefighters and make sure that what they're doing is done at the highest safety level to make sure that they can continue to provide those services and to make sure that they and their families are safe and healthy. You know what I find amazing about you? that you can effortlessly go from the theme song from the greatest American <laughs> hero. <laughs> Believe it or not, Dino, I can. <laughs> and uh -huh. go effortlessly into, into your role in, in, in politics there in POW. And, and both of them are just as, just as sincere and impressive. It's a good word, Ansbury. So that's, 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 it's very Thank cool. You. Um, no, yeah, you're welcome, it's, man. It's it's I I've lived here now for almost 16 years. Uh, it's just it's a wonderful community with wonderful people, and to see the way our community has lifted each other up and helped each other, it, it's it truly it, it's a great thing to see. Yeah. You, you hey, I have uh, a question. I got a question. If go ahead, Johnny. If Powell, Ohio had a sitcom. What would the theme song be? <laughs> That's a great question. 
Um, that is a, actually a really good question. What would uh, it be? An existing theme song that would fit for Pow or an original theme song, John? Would I have to? Do I have to make it up on the spot, or do I? Can you I don't have cool? to, but you know, like you know. <laughs> because Dino, do you have any improv uh, skills right now? I mean, <laughs> what's your experience in doing improv? Because the number one rule of improv is don't ask questions. Don't ask questions. Yes, man. Yes, say yes. Have a wonderful sitcom, Whitney. Yes, and don't deny it. Uh, now I've, I I want to think of it. You know, maybe maybe it would be the sitcom to this show, the theme to this show right here. Family <laughs> died. Yeah. What you know, they, they lived in Columbus, but they never said what part of Columbus. Maybe no, they never did. Uh, no, they maybe never did. maybe it was right here in Powell. Seriously, how many? How many? What? How large is that stack off camera of of DVDs? This one here is only five because yeah. I knew we were only going about an hour. Yeah. But if you, if, I mean, I could pull out all eight seasons of Newhart right now. No, that's what it would be. It would be Newhart. Soothing, Newhart. comforting, relaxing by Academy Award winner Henry Mancini. So it's classy as well. That's what it would be. Oh, that's so funny. That's so funny. You, you Thank mentioned, you, Whitney. Uh, I'm glad you asked me that question and broke all the rules of improv. <laughs> Oh, you mentioned Chip something about who sang the theme to Newhart. Is that the question? Newhart uh, was an instrumental. It was an instrumental, but I'll sing it yeah. right now. I sang it, Chip. I sang it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, you mentioned earlier when we were talking about your role in, in city council and as vice mayor, how social media uh, sometimes derides. Um, I want to take the opportunity, since we are whiskey business, <laughs> I got an email from our friend James Canepa, superintendent mm -hmm. of Ohio Liquor Control, mm -hmm. uh, in respects to some of the bogus stories that are floating around about Ohio and in this particular case in respects to our liquor agencies, there was a bogus video going around saying that the Ohio mm -hmm. liquor agencies were going to close. And he said, can you share this with as many people as possible that that's not the case? Mm -hmm. I want to just uh, jump around here from his email. Uh, certain states are banning the sale of alcohol. Uh, states like Illinois and California aren't Banning alcohol sales claims that states are banning alcohol sales appear to have originated on a prank page. And he goes on to talk about other ones as well. We're not shutting down the liquor agencies in Ohio. And he goes on to talk about uh, Pennsylvania, which actually got some of their stuff closed. People in Pennsylvania can actually still buy alcohol, but because one distillery is selling bottles from a drive through and shipping it to people's front doors. Another shop is selling vodka and whiskey for curbside pickup. But yeah, the off-premise agencies have closed. And I, I, last week, I was drinking Wiggle uh, Pennsylvania rye whiskey as an homage to them. But what he goes on to say, basically, is that we're good and stop. There's enough shit. There's enough real bad shit out there on a daily basis that gets flooded into our streams, our phones and our computers and our emails. But we don't need bogus bullshit. That's going to make some people upset or worry and panic. And with 
people who enjoy whiskey business, a bad rumor about the liquor agencies closing would 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 be the equivalent of a run on the bank in It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> uh, yeah, you've been waiting all show for that one, haven't you, Dino? <laughs> you've literally been like, I can't wait to drop this one. I wrote this. This is going to be great. As far as, far as a reference, yeah. yes, uh, it, for that particular joke, when you take a shot, an angel gets its wings, right, Dino? <laughs> <laughs> if that's true, in the last couple of weeks. I've uh, made a lot of angels very, very happy. Very happy. One of the things uh, I think I've seen with that particular rumor is that um, this, I think, goes back to the old old days of the internet and the old days of Espresso 22 is phenomenal. Thank you, Chip. Um, one of the, uh, in the olden days of the internet, what was it? What, what was it? Rick rolling? Yeah. Uh-huh. With Rick Astley, right? If you look on Facebook, there are a lot of posts where it says Governor DeWine shutting down liquor stores. And then yep. you click on it and it's Rick Astley right. singing. Yep. Never going yeah, to my wife you. got nailed on that one. Yep. My wife yeah, got so that's, on that I one. think, yes, maybe people following through or maybe people who don't get the joke from the internet circa 2006. Exactly. Right. You know, maybe they're like, well, is, is Rick Astley closing down the liquor stores? I don't know what's going on, but yeah, I've, I've seen that too. But once I clicked on it and I saw that it was Rick Astley singing, <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is an internet prankster at work. There we go. Well, I thought that there was, we a, there it is. There is. On I'm it loving today. this. I'm loving this hard. today. Normally, I don't get to play the video. This is fun. James Canepa was our first Facebook Live um, effort, and he's a good man, and I'm sure that uh, he's doing everything he can for the state of Ohio to keep those particular agencies open. Let's be honest. Um, in moments of crisis, be they financial or, in this case, you know, a pandemic, uh, and with a stay-at-home order to boot – People drink more. You, Swarty, you're fortunate. It's not part of your regular lifestyle to begin with. But for those that do. That Costco uh, water, though. Woo-wee! <laughs> <I, laughs> you know, the, the Costco water mixed with a little bit of uh, Tito's vodka. That's uh, that's my the extent of my nice. mixology right there. That that's would be a- on the uh, the the. You know the the whiskey business junior edition. <laughs> Me offering those kinds of speaking into a high school dance. <laughs> you know, one thing I wanted to ask you. Sure, man. Please, all, anything. All the time now that as a stand-up, you know, you've missed out on the premise. I've had shows canceled. I will have more shows canceled. I've had. I've what, had a I mean, shows canceled, yeah. Yeah, when you look at when you look at that, how that's shut down, how is that affecting you personally? Because I know how it's how it's affecting me. You know, it's almost like I, I'll never take having that microphone and that stage for granted again. Because right. as it's taken away from you, you really appreciate it much more than you would on a day in and day out basis. I. I, I get what you're saying, and I do completely agree with that because there is nothing ever, as we as comedians, that's better than standing in front of a live audience and and telling jokes and making people laugh. I think uh, I have a bit of a saving grace with this. Yeah, this is good. 
this is good. I mean, uh, adjust, but it's been although fun. I'm not sure I'd want Whitney in the front row of a comedy show, to be honest with you. I might say, <laughs> over this right here. Hmm. I, I don't give a shit anymore. I used to care, but I'll just stand there. And if people don't get go out from behind me, usually there's like a V behind me of nothing. Uh, <laughs> a, cl a clear V. When, uh, um, but this, this is kind of, well, the, the, the podcast, which we started, when I was at the radio station uh, a few years ago, uh, and then we just continued it afterwards. This has been my saving grace. And I was telling both Whitney and Hansberry <clears throat> after we wrapped up last week that this right now that we're doing live <clears throat> kind of made me pine for daily broadcasting. You know, mm -hmm. I do I have a big desire to go back into radio? You know, I've told people that if the right job at the right time came around, maybe. But do I miss being in touch with people on a daily basis, especially when we're going through something like this, you know, on, where, where things are changing on a daily basis. Yeah, I, I do miss that. I do miss that communication with the public. And I told these guys that, uh, you know, if I could, because technology speaking, mm, not the <laughs> smartest guy. I said, but if I could figure out how to go on Facebook Live uh, on a regular basis myself, and 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 do uh, for political purposes. Let's go a fireside chat <laughs> on, a, on a nightly basis. I would probably do it because there's things that are going through my mind right. on a daily basis, both serious and, and and humorous. You know, as you've been sitting at home, I'm sure that the next time you go up on stage, you're probably just jonesing to express some of these things and find the comedic slant. And when I say find the comedic slant, that's tough to do because people are dying and, and, and you don't want to poke fun. But once again, your stand up, much like mine is uh, occasionally very self deprecating and that you talk about how things are affecting you and your, and your life, not so much uh, taking advantage of the plight of others or the sadness of others. It's how it affects you. So that's would be my approach as well. Moving forward when I would talk about the coronavirus on stage the next time I'm up there, it'll probably be how it affected me personally if I'm uh, on a social level, a romantic level, whatever the case might be. Uh, and so, yeah, to answer your question in a very long-winded way, yes, but this, this saves me. This I, saves me. And I would love to do more of it. If this becomes the new normal, which ironically is the title of last week's podcast, we call that the, 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 the new normal. If this becomes a new normal, I don't see how I don't get on here on a daily basis and, and do something and talk about something. Um, you see whiskeybusinesspod.com floating down below you people on a regular basis. That is our new website that we just started uh, up not too long ago. And on there, uh, in fact, Johnny, I think I, I, I think I sent you something last, last night that I wrote to, to post. Yeah, I'll uh, post it probably by Thursday. I, I had just posted that short story on the on the uh, website, so I'm just going to do well, it. Last, a last, last night I wrote something called "What If," that that deals with the situation that we're in right now. Nothing, nothing funny, but it was kind of serious. You know, um, mm -hmm. the "What If" scenario has been hounding me. Uh, at I'll be 61 years of age this April 21st, and the "What If" scenario has hounded me more than it ever has as far as my mortality. I've never questioned my mortality until recently because this thing is just so, so 
deviously simple to catch and kill if it if it so desires or if it enters the right person. So my yeah, my mortality was questioned quite a bit last night when I was writing what if you know, what if it were to get me and, 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 and what if I didn't get to finish a lot of the things that I still want to do. So uh, when it does get posted, John, we'll have that on whiskeybusinesspod.com. Did I even fucking answer your question, Swarty? I don't know. <laughs> has it really been, has it really been 11 years since we've done your 50th birthday roast? Has it really been that long? Yes, yes, wow. yes. Yeah, it has been. That was that was the greatest. People say, "What do you want to do for your birthday?" You know, something special for your birthday. I go, the fiftieth was as grand as anybody could ever get. Uh, Swarty's referring to the roast at the Funny Bone on my fiftieth birthday, which was amazing. Amazing. That was that was a very fun night. I wish I could go back and find my three by five cards with the various jokes I wrote about you. And <laughs> can you remember any of them? Oh, uh, I, is know, it on I, tape anywhere? It is on uh, tape. Oh yeah, we have a DVD. I want to. Yeah, that goes back to Paul Anthony because Paul Anthony, one of my long, long time friends, put that whole thing together. Contacted you guys. Paulie made the DVD. Uh, and his own expense. Yeah, he uh, he. There's a there's a DVD yeah, no. out there. Uh, proceeds. I believe proceeds benefited the Columbus Dog Connection. Am I correct? Uh, that one of that, if not something, if not that, and more. But yeah, I, yeah. I know that. Yeah, that that was a that was a great night, and you. Wow, eleven years ago. I understand. Eleven years ago. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody who was at the roast just commented. Um, I uh, I understand the, the the podcasting thing and that creation that that it connects with an audience. I used to do a podcast. I actually we on the first uh, wave of podcasting. Me and Bill Arendale back in two thousand five. We started the Bill and Dan show that that you know started in the real infancy of of podcasting. And one of the things. Um, we we ended up our podcast kind of reached people all over the world including somebody in australia who went on to do podcasting and stand up in australia and, and became a celebrity in australia uh to an extent and he was in columbus and did a podcast with me and bill where he referred to us he referred to us in the bill and dan show as Nirvana's favorite band's favorite band. That's how he kind of <laughs> referred to us as, you know, being on that forefront of podcasting. And, and you create that uh, rapport with an audience. And I understand that. And I, I, I do miss that to an extent. And I understand how, how, how much you take from that and this show takes from that because this show has really grown exponentially and it's been it's been fun to watch yeah we've uh, had a blast doing it and and uh, i'm glad that we're adjusting to as you said earlier the new normal and doing it this way I, I also said it was kind of almost a if you could take something good out of it a blessing in disguise because now that we do know how to do this this can open up the opportunities to talk to more people in different places uh remotely and and uh, it kind of expand the the guest list, if you will, on who can be on on whiskey business. So we have comedian friends that are in other states that can't be here, sitting across from me, which I love. Which I got to be honest, 
I, I, I love that the most. I love the personal sitting across from somebody, but this is pretty damn close. I mean, I I, I'm, say- I'm, I'm watching you. I'm watching your facial expressions. I'm watching your body language and I'm listening to you and I'm still able to do what I do as, as, as an interviewer by, yeah, by watching it, you. Yeah. And I like that too. And I also like, you know, kind of the, 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 the technology ad that we're getting from this when Hansberry threw and after you said fireside chat, Hansberry throws, he's showing off. Oh, I know what that means. I know he, he is. throws an FDR. He throws FDR up there in yeah. front of a microphone. There it is again. I'm never in front of my uh, computer like this, having uh, access to all these gizmos. It's fun. <laughs> So, I mean, it's, it's been, it's fun to watch kind of these little, like, it's almost like watching whiskey business with pop-up video. That's kind of what it's like. It's like, you know, references dropped and here comes Hansberry. Boom. You want Ricky Schroeder? I got Ricky Schroeder. Ironically enough, the only thing I can't figure out is how to do uh, audio yet. (laughs) I need to, I need to be able to pipe in music. Uh, That's right. You'll figure it out. Uh, Jamie Sanfilippo says uh, Oak Island starting, so I'm saying goodbye. <laughs> so, uh, I must be, you know, somebody just is popping out uh, to watch something. I must be the only person who has not yet watched this. What's it, Tiger? Tiger, Tiger King. Uh, King, yeah. Tiger yeah King. On uh, yeah. Every, everybody, everybody is talking about this. Yeah. I've watched oh, one man. episode of it so far. What, it's what? a, it's a, it's a, it's definitely a train wreck that you'll. My you wife's been watching s- it. Yeah, stop it's, watching. It's yeah. bizarre. We watched them all. I've watched them all. I've watched them all. It's 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 a freak show. It is a freak, a freak show. show. It's freak and it gets show. freakier like with each. Cold it, cases and stuff now. It's it, it gets <laughs> it gets freakier with each passing episode, supposedly, uh, and yeah. I'm going to take it in small doses, but you're, I just started as well, Swarty, so don't feel bad. My daughter's – my oh, my daughter's actually on. She says it's gross. It's gross. <laughs> she also said I look like a very cool air traffic controller with my headset on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and our buddy Andre wanted to know uh, if we were going to play uh, Fortnite later. Fortnite. Oh, yeah, because this is a uh, gamer headset. Yeah. yeah. If anybody – yeah, me, gamer – if anybody wants to get into a really aggressive game of Pong, I'm your guy. Video poker. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Gamer. No, that's that slipped by me completely. Hansberry, how are we doing on time? We're about I, there. We're about there? Yeah, home All stretch right. now. In the home stretch. Um, my daughter says, I have been commenting. I'm, I, I don't doubt that you have, kiddo, but I haven't been able to, to look over to my right as much as I'd like to. Um, is that because you've got something with your neck? Is there something wrong with your neck? With my neck to look over there? No. No, I'm trying not to look at the comments so much, and I'm trying to focus on my guests. Focus, oh, like like a good host. Like a good host. I'm trying to focus on my guest. That's what I'm trying to do. That's what, basically. Uh, but I did see some other some comments off the top of my head, like. Jamie asked why wasn't I smoking? How do you smoke with the headset? And I was like, you're right. I don't know if I'd be able to figure it out, but I shouldn't be smoking. And the fact that my daughter's now tuning in, I definitely should not be smoking. You don't smoke. She does I do smoke. I'm not gonna I'm lie. I'm proud to her. of you for quitting, Dino. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. You had it in you. It's been seven <laughs> days without a cigarette. 
It takes uh, two weeks to start a habit, Dino, and you're almost there. It takes two weeks to start a good, good, well, I good bring it habit. All around. Ah, Swarty, I'm looking forward. I am going to start wrapping it up, but I am looking forward again to to the day where one, you're back with us on the premise. That's still mm-hmm. we're still holding you to that. Looking forward but, to that. Uh, I'm looking forward to the fact that you and I, uh, through the year, we do a, a variety of charities together and work together, and those are always some of my most uh, fun, fun evenings because they benefit a lot of good organizations, but Mm -hmm. we always have a good time doing them. So I'm hoping that we, you know, get on the other side of this and get back to doing that, what we love, which is entertaining and and making people laugh and and making people happy and and doing good things with, with our time and effort. I sincerely appreciate you finding the time tonight. Uh, I know you're busy with your family because I know you're such a, a wonderful husband and, and a father. Uh, and I, and I know that that's probably taken even more of your time to focus. I mean, does your, uh, did, how, how, how do you even explain this to your kid? Does, does she ask what's going on? I mean, what's, what's going on, daddy? She's eight years old. She got it pretty quickly before all of the orders came down. For example, she had her first ice skating lesson. And this is before all the orders came down and it was, it was, uh, you know, right around like, I think it was March 11th. And we just decided, Hey, we're gonna, we're just not going to do this ice skating lesson. We're going to wait and see kind of what happens. And obviously it was just in a couple days when, you know, that was no longer even an option. So once you kind of got over that initial things are going to be different because of this, you're going to be home from school. You're not going to be tumbling or dancing or playing basketball. She's, she's adapted to it and been pretty resilient. Um, In fact, we, we even had a little family cheer that we were doing for a little while at the start of all this. We'd be like, where are we going tomorrow? And we'd all chant, nowhere (laughs) we did it you know together as a family and and i think you know because my daughter sees me here every day she sees my wife here every day we're all here we're all together there's there's a lot to be thankful for in that and i think she has seen that uh more than i definitely more than i expected because i i know as a kid you know this, we were supposed to be on vacation and she's supposed to be tumbling and dancing and all of those things that are what she's accustomed to have been taken away, but she has been really resilient in all this. And, and, and I'm, I'm exceedingly proud of her for that because I mean, it's, she's been, she's been really good. She's been really good. Kids are resilient. I mean, Hansberry's got two little ones at home and, um, I know that uh, is it tomorrow, Hansberry, that Pancake Dinosaur uh, drops. Um, well, it's live now. We have a special uh, April Fool's Day episode going up tomorrow. Uh, okay, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, April Fool's Day. I started a podcast with my kids because. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, because yeah. my wife is working from home, and mm-hmm. uh, I mean she can't do both. I mean they're they're seven and and five, so that's all hands on deck. Oh yeah. So. I do what I know how to do best. <laughs> so yeah, be on the lookout. Pancake dinosaurs, the uh, April Fool's episode. April Fool's edition. I, he sent me a little sneak peek, and I actually laughed out loud a few times. I, I love that name. I love Pancake, that name. That's Pancake a great Pancake dinosaur. Name. It's a great name. It's a great right. name. And it, and it makes me hungry too. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of food food themed. Uh, oh content, yeah. You know. You know, my my daughter has a YouTube channel, and uh, it wasn't that long ago. We hadn't posted a video for a while, and she started making some videos. 
and she <laughs> she told me it wasn't uh, it wasn't that long ago when she said, "Hey, I haven't posted a video in a while. I bet my fans are wondering where's Lizzie." <laughs> maybe, maybe it's time That's to get awesome. back to that as well too. Yeah, hey, it's maybe. Full time job. It's a full time job being a YouTube star. Let me just say that uh, we're going to wrap things up here on Whiskey Business, and yeah, uh, don't forget to. Get, what's that? Well, I was going to let you do all the business because I didn't let you do it all in the begin in the beginning, Hansberry. Uh, WhiskeyBusinessPod.com. Shout out to John Osbeck who helped us put that site together. Thank you, Johnny and Hansberry. I'll let you handle all the other uh, particulars that uh, people need to know about. Well, if you're watching us on Facebook, you found us. Um, just please hit subscribe if you haven't. Share this link and share every podcast episode that we drop here. Uh, we're also on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, John will uh, edit this up and put it on YouTube. It's uh, subscribe to Whiskey Business with Dino Tripodis. Click on the little bell and you'll get notifications when we uh, have live episodes. Uh, so subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. We have archives of you know four years of episodes, including at least two two with with Dan. I know we did the uh, uh, the Columbus uh, podcast, podcast festival. festival. Yeah, and then another one. Um, why are you smiling? Why are you making that face? Dino's yeah, making a goofy podcast face. Now. Well, that's with Jason Banks as well. That's, that's right. Great, that was a funny that, episode. That was, uh, you yeah, know. We're, we were talking about uh, uh, poop boners at the time. If I recall, <laughs> uh, that was a fun that episode. Was getting poop boners. Anyway, uh, I think he probably still does. Uh, other than that, just share, 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 and engage with us. Like we we're kind of talking about this whole episode. This is the new normal, and uh, we're just flying by the seat of our pants. So we are. For the but journey I, 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 I strongly believe that we're going to be back in in this house again, or in some on some stage like Shadowbox Live doing the premise. That's that's going to happen. You oh, know, yeah. it's going to happen again. In yeah, sure. the big, in the big, I, I've said this to various people. Uh, in the big picture of life. This is right now a small, nasty, dirty window, but we will clean it and it will be clear again and we'll be able mm -hmm. to see out of it and, 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 and go to all the places that we want to go. You just got to stay strong, people. Stay smart and stay safe. That's all. Really, that's all. Just it's, it's, it's in the big picture. What we're doing now, waiting us out, is not that fucking long. Mm -hmm. We can do it. We can do it. You just got to have a little patience and a little love and a little understanding. Much like my friend Dan Swartout. Full of patience, love, and understanding. Thank you, Swarty, for being here tonight. That's my also, favorite what? Elvis Costello song, by the way. What's that? Patience, love, and understanding. Did not even know that that was an Elvis Costello it's song. It's not. It, it's was, not. it was close. It I could didn't. be. Do you that know what else still. is going to help us get through this, Dino? What's that? Another episode of Whiskey Wisdom. I was going to say that before we closed up. Whiskey Wisdom. Uh, we've got about <laughs> 10 or 11 in the can as we speak, but Whitney is yeah. releasing them one at a time. So keep right. an eye. And where can they find that? Everywhere they find this, uh, right? YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, uh, wherever you can see things that we have an account to. So they'll all be there. Yeah, yes. they're all there. They're fun. We'll have, you seen them anywhere. Have you seen any Have you seen any of the I have not Wisdom? yet. No, I have not. Check yet. them out. Check them out on YouTube. I will. I will. It's just me. It's just me sitting in a chair, waxing poetic about booze. Yeah, <laughs> that's all it is. Um, Rick Andreessen, do you have to have your daughter on the show? Yes, I do. Rick, you're right. Okay, good. Well, that would be now, great. That well, would be great. We got this. I can do it when she's over there, or eventually we're. 
You gotta get her back here in Ohio so she can escape some of the madness. You gotta get her camera working. She gotta get the get, get surely camera. for her. It's a, escape from New York. It's like a real life shit show over there. So um, I'm anxious to get her back here in Ohio for a little bit until everything cools down That'd over there. That'd be an interesting first-hand account of what's going on out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah well. Regardless I'll, I'll, of I'll talk to her about it. crazy stories from growing up with you. I'll talk to her. Well, no, we don't need to talk about any of that. That's uh, unnecessary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Let me officially wrap things up. Swarty, thank you. Guys, thank, thank you. you. Until the next bottle. See ya. You know, a lot can happen in seven minutes, and luckily, that's how long it takes me to tell a story. My name is Aaron Calafato, and I'm the creator of 7-Minute Stories. I'm proud to partner with Evergreen Podcasts, and I'd like to invite you to join me on this journey. I'm going to take you on some crazy roller coaster rides using my unique extemporaneous storytelling style, and together, we're going to try to make sense of the world, all through the art of storytelling, and all in approximately seven minutes.